This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's going on, bro? What's good, man? What's good? What's good? Nah, I was using a different phone, right? Uh-huh. And for some apparent reason, it kept, you know, um, doing some stupid shit. So, where it, so it was kind of like, and this phone, I don't have any headphones for it because the other headphones, the life of podcaster, man. So how are you doing tonight? Hello? You can hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. You came back in. All right. So how are you doing tonight, bro? I'm good, man. I'm happy to be back on the show. Yes, it's been a minute since you have been back on the show. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been busy working, trying to build, trying to build this brand, man. No doubt, no doubt. Now I got to ask you because I I heard this. I just had to ask. You're from from England, right? Like from across the pond. Yeah, yeah. I was. Hello? I mean, I realized I just can't get, let my phone sleep. Otherwise, it cuts yeah. out. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. You went out for a minute. See, people, we working it out. It's, it's through Anchor. <laughs> All right. We're working it out. 
we do shit live. Well, it's not live; it's pre-recorded. But either way, you know. Yeah, now nah, I'm gonna just keep my phone from I'm falling asleep on me. But yeah, I was born in um originally born in London, grew up in Brooklyn, New York. No doubt. So when did you move over? So when did you move over here? Um, I I left when I was two. So basically, mm -hmm. I, I my mom just gave birth to me and, and we 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 got up out of there. Word. That's it. That's it. It kind of like they said, yeah, he, you know, he 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 he, he from across the pond. I was like, oh. He's from England. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he don't sound like he's from me. <laughs> or oh, he really acclimated. <laughs> yeah, not not too many people know that. I'm saying like you you gotta go kind of way back with me to know that. You know, but it's 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 cool though. Um I've never been back. That's something I mm -hmm. plan on doing. Um, mm -hmm. but it's not on the agenda now though. Yeah. Oh no! I hope to go over there one day myself, man. I just love the way it just looked, the just the buildings and and, and all that shit. Plus, I'm a huge wrestling fan, so there's a couple of wrestling things over there I get to watch when I go over there, man. I mean, apparently they they got a real big um, they got a real big adult community over there as well too. So hopefully, if we yes, ever make it over, we can incorporate that. Dog, I mean it's it's crazy when you look at their stuff. It's kind of like it's different. It's literally literally different from American shit. Similar but not the same. You know what I'm saying? To like how they shoot, um, like their their ideas for scenes and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I never really um watched um European adult content, so I, I I won't be the person to speak on it honestly. Sure, no, I feel you on that. Shoot, not because I used to watch some of that shit, but it ain't about their content. It's about your content. And with that being said, hello, welcome to the Smokers Lounge, people. Here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or, you know, go to Anchor.fm and go ahead and get yourself a uh, profile. I'm your host, Calo Summer Champ, a.k.a. The Poor Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Also, let me tell you about four wonderful sponsors we got. I'm going to make it real quick. LSworld.com. Next up, ExciteBunny.com. After that, Vicesimagazine.com. And last but not least, BlushArocca.com. Yeah, go over there and check out their uh, Beaver, um, their virtual reality side of things. Also, um, five days a week, you can find on FullySwapRadio.com. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Y'all know what it is. Go shop from some black owned businesses, over 500 of them. You feel me? Retailers and shops. Also, um, check me out on skyhawkatthedarktv.com as well as the BGPLC app. Now, I'm here with my man. It's been a minute. It, yeah, it has been a minute. And I'm here with the guy that is known coming in New York legend, a a Cinephotographer with a style that is unique in every which way. 
And ladies, he got toys for fucking days for your ass to play with. His name is Shoot Her. Say hello to the to the listeners. Hey, hey, shout out to the people listening in the lounge. Um, OG, um, Bobby, let me just give you your props from now. Last time, it's been a minute since I've been on the show. Yeah. Um, you didn't have that many sponsors last time I was on the show, so I know you're doing your thing. Congratulations, my bro. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. You know, shoot, it's it's been a journey, God dang it. <laughs> yeah, can't even feel weird for me to do audio. I've been doing video so damn much, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I saw I saw the transition, but um, you know, like the the fans, the fans. I'm not much to look at, so the fans is gonna have to listen to this one and. <laughs> We'll get the ladies back on go back to the video. I thought you had uh, like come on and have one with your mask. That shit would be hot though. All right, you know what? I got you for the next show that we do. Yeah, because I mean, you can still hide your identity. Just have this funky ass mask. That is the first God. Okay, y'all had to go back many episodes to see his interview. And the mask that he had, I think it was like uh, a gas mask. I had the gas, the gas mask. mask. It yeah. was fire. And he had a whole bunch of fucking toys lined up or what have you. Because, of course, you know, ladies do solos. So, and I'm going to ask you this, man. Do you still make females when you pull out the toys, man? All right, you got to repeat that for me. Sorry. I said, do you still amaze ladies when with you when you pull out the toys? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, the collection is ever growing. Um, I have people that send me stuff like on a weekly basis, so I'm constantly, I'm constantly seeing um Amazon dropping mm. off deliveries. So yes, females are definitely always amazed by the size of my collection. Um. So if ladies are working with me and um you you in the city and you don't have enough toys, usually I could su- supply a couple of those. Um because mm-hmm. I have a lot to give away. <laughs> yeah, from the last picture I saw, and probably what you might add it to your arsenal. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> so so it's um it's been a minute since like I said, we had talked or what have you. And I see you've been shooting, um, working with people, what have you. And how has the New York scene been content-wise and talent-wise, um, especially going into this new year? Uh, since the last time we spoke, um, I was just getting started out in this journey at that time. So my connections in New York wasn't what it should have been at that point in time. Um, speaking of it today, fast forward to today, the New York scene is a lot better. Um, and I would say that's based on my connections growing and working with different people. So the New York scene based from the last time we spoke till now, it's definitely been, been moving for me at least, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of out of towners too. So I work with a lot of girls that are coming into New York City. So 
regardless of how the New York scene is looking, I'll, I'll always be working. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, yeah, that's part of the New York scene because I mean, one, they always people are always looking for a camera person, a cameraman, um, to film their shit or what have you, um, whether it's paid or whether it's content. And I'm gonna ask you this because, see, like I said, it's been a minute, bro. We 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 about to chop it up, see, because. We talking cameraman to cameraman because I've been behind the camera myself. So I'm gonna ask you this: Which female talent you feel know how to work the camera the best that you have shot? Now we ain't talking about she get the best head, she can fuck the best. No, no, we on some cameraman shit here on the lounge today. Okay, you which one you? You so what? Being able to shoot, being able to handle a camera. No, the way, work a camera isn't being in front of the camera. Work the camera. You filming her, oh. and she knows whoa, how to whoa. shoot the camera. The, you get what I'm saying? Whoa, Bobby, that that that's a real loaded question. You trying to get me um, cursed out tomorrow? But um, oh, <laughs> let me let me think about that for a minute. Um, I have shot. <laughs> I've shot a lot of females, so I actually have to think about that. Uh, mm. Okay, uh, then. Not not even one. No, don't give me one. Give me a couple. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's like, the one thing is cameraman. Is, and you can test to that. Working with a lady where it's like, you ain't got to say nothing. She knows, she, she knows what to do. She knows how to hit what to hit. You feel what I'm coming from? Okay. You know, period. And speaking as a cameraman, speak to females learning how to work a camera and be so good at it, they can be shot by any camera person. Okay. Um, One person does come to mind off the top of my head based on her just knowing what she wants, uh, the look that she wants. I would say that Gracie squirts. Um, Mm -hmm. She definitely... When I shot her, I shot her a couple times in New York. She knew the look she wanted, the angle she wanted. So, mm-hmm. you know, usually I may give direction while I'm shooting. Mm-hmm. With, with Gracie, I definitely did not have to do that at all. Mm-hmm. So off of the top of my head, that's one person that I could remember definitely knew mm-hmm. what she wanted coming into the shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, even to the point when it, it's like it's certain females as a cameraman that you're excited when they come into town because you know what is going to be created. You feel what I'm saying? With your eye and what they're doing. Because, and you can speak to this too, not a lot of camera people have an eye. There's people that can shoot video, but it's a special skill to shoot porn. You feel what I'm saying? Totally agree. I totally agree. Um, It's not just point and shoot. Um, and that that will only be translated in the final product. There's just really no way to disguise that. So when you watch the final scene that that's produced, you'll be able to figure out if that person knows what they're doing or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even from when I was behind the behind the camera, like, um, it's gonna sound funny as fuck. And only real people know why I say this. One of the best ladies I ever shot was Pink Candy. Um, sh- it was like even 
at the time it was at the, early in her career, he, she knew how to move and work with the camera and and play to the camera and and do certain things. Now there are many ladies in the game now that do that. You feel what I'm saying? But it was like just, you know, me holding the camera, filming her. You know, um, because sometimes it's just like as a photographer. You have models that they know how to pose and you ain't even got to say nothing. They hit it. And and you hear where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I definitely do. Shout out to Pink Candy, too. That's one of the first models that I shot when I started. So, yeah, she 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 was a beast back then. She, she's truly a legend. Yeah, I have to straight up. <laughs> but then what I'm saying, it's kind of like it's certain now other ladies I can't really name because y'all probably ain't gonna know who the fuck they are. <laughs> well, Selena Sky, you know what I'm saying? Because when I went and looked yeah. back at the shoot and with my man, you know, so my cameraman worked it, it was just you could see it, it he captured everything that needs to be. So it's like with you. With your camera work, do you? Okay, then it's like this. This is why I know I would come at this one. Do you prefer to move around or be stationary? Definitely move around. Mm -hmm. uh, station stationary to me gets boring after a while. So mm -hmm. you you want to feel like you have to remember um, the person watching the 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 scene is fantasizing about it. They want to feel like they're in the scene. Mm -hmm. So being in the stationary position, it, it doesn't give that desired effect, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because um, I, I wanted my cameraman to walk around. It might sound funny on people like, well, why would you want? No. Because you're getting different angles and you're not boring them by the way you're moving. See? Now people don't realize why moving around camera is very important in porn because he can move up and oh here's the other part you don't use the zoom you walk up yeah <laughs> preach teach him something teach him sir move you 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 have to master the art of movement and shooting porn um. cameramen that um, prefer to use a gimbal to make their movement smoother. And then mm. you have some cameramen that actually master the art of moving with a camera that they don't need to use a gimbal. Um, I'll mm. show up on the set with both. I'll have a gimbal in case you know I have enough space to do certain things. Mm. But most times I'm shooting in a hotel room. It's a tight setting, so you don't necessarily want to use the gimbal to, to constrict you. So I prefer mm -hmm. not to use it. Mm -hmm. right. Now actually explain that camera to the to, to, to my listeners real quick, the, the gimbal. Okay, the gimbal is actually not a camera, it's a robotic arm that you would attach your camera to. That mm -hmm. bas okay. basically it makes your, your movement smoother. There won't mm -hmm. be shakiness, there won't be shakiness in your, your shots. Mm -hmm. 
but primarily a gimbal would be for action shots, so it's not necessarily needed for a, a scene shooting point per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's kind of like I used to be able. To, I used to sit there if I wanted to get the over the top real good. I would sit there while holding the camera, pull the chair. Take my shoes off, the camera not even shaking, and stand up to get the over the top that I want of the doggy style or the missionary, you know. Period. It's like how much just having an eye for it plays in our business. An eye, you know what I'm saying? Just oh yeah, this is it, this is it right here, yeah. Or yeah. even to the point, do you measure your thoughts? when you're working the camera yes constantly that's why i i get a lot of questions from people asking me if um while i'm shooting do i get turned on or am i excited while i'm shooting the scene and the answer is always no because i'm looking for the shot i'm looking for the angle while i'm shooting i'm concentrating on making the performance look their best so Watching them actually having the act of sex is, is the least thing on my mind. <laughs> you don't realize sometimes you the cameraman, you the light, you the light, you the lighting also. Yeah, yeah. You you, you know what I'm talking about. You sitting there, you holding the camera, you got to take that offhand and grab the light to move a little closer to get it a little more brighter for the spot that you want to get. People don't realize the shit you got to do with the camera, yo. Well, well, I, I particularly don't have that problem because um, I I'm old. Yeah, you see, I, I work with uh studio lights. So mm. in addition to the on-camera light, I have the studio lights. So on camera light though, that's the crazy part. I always use the studio lights. So whenever like that, what I used to do like if I wanted, let's say if it's the the doggy style, right? And you want to see the dick going to pussy. Okay. If the dude is standing, it's going to be some shadow there. So you're trying to kill as much shadow so they can really see it. That That's the importance of having the on-camera light. Yeah. But see, I ain't never want to use it because I didn't want the light to be somewhat different. You get what I'm coming from? Because it's kind of like... With the on-camera light, it's more like a spotlight. I want more of a natural light. You feel me? So that's why I took the light and grabbed it and pulled it forward. Even though yours is a studio light, the umbrella light, I pulled it forward just enough to give me that light to where it gave me the natural light but illuminated the position. I understand. You You basically was working with what you had at that point in time. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even though I had the... Now, I, now the lights that y'all probably got now on the camera are way better. You feel me? Compared to what the fuck I was dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I we work with the what is that big the big candy? I can't think of the, the number of it, so it was kind of like, yeah, see, people don't even understand it, but if people don't even understand the type cameras, um, stabilizers, you know, period. Do you use the stabilizer? The one like the I, I know they probably got a new one, but the one we had was it was like a big ring. Oh, you're you're talking about the panhandle. Um, yeah, I have I have two of those. I, I use it sparingly. I use it. I always pack the equipment, so if I need it, I have it there. 
Um, my my camera that I use has a um handle, a built-in handle on it already, so I don't necessarily need a stabilizer. Mm-hmm. But I have them. I basically collect equipment. I've been doing um videography before shooting adult content, so. Mm-hmm. I have equipment just laying around that I don't use. If anybody's listening to this and, and they actually want to buy some equipment, they could contact me as well. So it's um explain to people how also when it comes to equipment and also keeping with the technology, how important it is to research that and 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 to and to pay attention to it. Because a lot of times, a lot of times they might get comfortable with a certain camera. You feel what I'm coming from? Um, but they might need to upgrade or what have you. It, it speak to that. Okay, I'll give you a, a perfect scenario. Um, the Sony A7. A lot of a lot of videographers use that camera. Um, mm-hmm. And initially, the, the problem with the original A7s was it will record for 30 minutes. 30 minutes and then cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, the battery would overheat. And Sony consistently upgraded the A7 to the point now where you have continuous uh, A7s, where it just record continuously. You don't have the battery problem. So you have to constantly, you may buy a camera, you got to treat it almost like how people treat iPhones, that they update their iPhones every year or every two years mm-hmm. you got to treat your equipment like that because it's constantly moving the um the technology is constantly being upgraded now like i said i have a film photographer and like i said we, we, we talking on technical joint now this is the question of the day right here you know what I'm saying we, we've all done from this, from this episode but Explain to why a camera is better than a cell phone. Uh, see, I made him. I made him snicker when I said that, right? Yeah, yeah. See, because I, I, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to necessarily knock the the content creators that haven't made it theirs yet, and they're using their cell phones. The ones that I get disappointed with is the ones who have already worked with productions and, and they, you know, they still fall back to the camera stuff. Um, But, um, you got to use what you can use in, in the moment, but just know that it's going to keep you in that box. Um, as far as the, the camera phone stuff, it's, um, I'm not an advocate of it. Um, but again, you can't not, people for using what they have. The technology <clears throat> to be used, so if, if they choose to use it, so be it. Just know that the quality of your product is not going to match the quality of <clears throat> people who take the time to actually invest in production. Yeah, because, I mean, um, just as simple as a camera has a bigger lens. Capture more, you know, um, because to me, it, it like this. 
even though you have content created that use their phone and I get you do what you gotta do. You feel me? I mean I came from an era where we didn't use we where we we cell phone filming with your cell phone was not yet there was cameras. You you could film with it, but it wasn't popularized. You feel what I'm coming from? So we had to go get a camera that takes pictures, does video, certain amount of megapixels, twerk with that. You know what I'm saying? That is on the low end of shit. You feel me? So it was, and before that, the handicam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm telling my age. But it's kind of like, to me, if, if you want to make money, you have to upgrade. Definitely. It's not even, in, uh, I, I like to say invest. Just invest in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, if from listening to the podcast, if people listen to the podcast, the lady tell you, it's a different look when they walk in to see studio lights with a fucking professional camera versus they see you with a ring light and a cell phone. Oh, 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 definitely. Um I, I have some females. I have some females that I work with that they would not work with a a, a content creator if that's their equipment. So you have some guys out there, they want to do content and stuff like that, and they're contacting models, but their setup is their phone and two ring lights. And you have some models that are absolutely not going to work with you if that's your setup. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just a fact. Yeah, because it's about being professional and if they consider themselves professional, they're gonna to want to work with other professionals, you know. Um, so it's kind of like this. Being a cameraman, because like I said, you're not talent. You feel where I'm coming from. So with you, the way that you make it content is different than that of a producer, director, or camera person, per se. What have you? Um, like with me, I had the luxury of having a cameraman. So I'm pretty sure you have a couple of male times that come directly to you for their content, you know, period. So it's kind of like preach, speak to how a cameraman collects his content through content trade. Okay, well, in my situation, um, I do freelance videography. So I shoot stuff. You look at my timeline on Twitter. You would see um, models that contact me, both male and females. They contact me. They book me for their shoot. So the content that you actually see me post on Twitter, if you look at the links, the links will be directly to the models. So that's not content that I'm selling. I'm actually supporting the people that actually book me for these shoots. Mm-hmm. Um I also do shoots that you won't see on my timeline because I'm I'm being booked by companies mm-hmm. to basically show up and just shoot for them. So I'm leaving that scene with no content because I'm using their equipment. I'm just showing up as a cameraman and shooting. So it's a lot mm-hmm. of different things that I do that people aren't aware of because I don't speak about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of connections that I've made since the last time we spoke as far as companies and speaking directly with, with owners of companies and stuff like that, that I don't speak about on Twitter. So people will never know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's like this to me, how much it, it seemed like you the kind of, you the people that they, that when they touch New York, they hit up. You know, because it's like when I looked on your timeline, it's like, bro, you got a hit list. <laughs> <laughs> that that was always that was always my plan. I think we spoke about that the last time I yeah. was on the show, and um, I manifested that since the last time we spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, models, um, models fly into the city from Vegas, Florida, California, and you know they they would contact me mm-hmm. let me know you know let me know they they need some work done so yes it has been it has been mm-hmm. uh, um an influx of a talent that i've been working with that has been coming to the city that's definitely um that's definitely been happening so um because you ain't a cameraman that does paid gigs as well as content to where you get content correct yes i have some situations where um i have done content trade and i work in such a way where i can show up and we can shoot two scenes mm-hmm. and and i'll have one and you have one and we can leave that situation mm-hmm. like that so i do have i do have scenes in the top you know that'll be released in time Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, it seems like uh, you 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 trying to be uh, nominated for AVN for cinematography or something like this motherfucker. <laughs> Big brother, to, because- be honest, to be honest with you, I never once thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't even really like the um the convention the convention mm-hmm. vibe because once again I'm somebody who I'm behind the camera. I don't show mm-hmm. my face. If I walk over a convention floor. Mm-hmm. Only the people that know me that work directly with me would know me, unless mm-hmm. I got on a shirt that advertised who I am. Mm-hmm. So I've never been one to um, go to conventions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I've never thought about winning awards or anything like that. I, I just, I just work, bro. I, yo, I feel you. Cause not the reason why I said that is because it's, it seems that. Beyond the money, it's that you want to be known as a top-notch camera man. You feel what I'm coming from? From the way that you're moving um, and the whole night. So it's not necessarily that your, uh, can I say, ambition is on the money side of it. It's more of um, that that being known, respected um, when, 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 when he, when he if if you hear the name you know your shit is no matter on any level you feel where I'm coming from any type of camera your shit is going to be the hottest shit that has ever been shot that that's just that's just the hustle in me that just come from just trying to have the best work on the block mm-hmm. um, so so naturally. If I'm shooting something for somebody, I want it to look top notch. I want it to look the best. I want it to be the best scene that 
they ever shot. And that's just me naturally. So it just comes across as translated when you see the final, the work, or you see the, the trailer mm-hmm. online. Oh, yeah, because um, I think, wait, because you had shot with uh, or for uh, Peter King, right? For who? Peter King? No, no, I actually never shot for Peter King before. Okay, okay, I tried to, but like I said, um, no, it's just, like I said, it's just, what I like talking about with you is that, like I said, now you're seeing a different side of the game, that there's a different side of the game that doesn't involve fucking or sucking. This is the technical side of it. This is the behind the scene, well, behind what makes it great. Because if you don't have a great cameraman shooting it, it's not going to look as good, you know, because also paying attention to details. Uh, speak to how a cameraman's how a cameraman has to pay attention to details, even after the smallest ones. Uh, okay. Um, just setting up the scenario. We on set We're trying to get things ready. Most likely the model will be off in the bathroom. She's putting her makeup on. You know, she's trying to get herself together. Mm-hmm. Um, as a cameraman, I take it upon myself to make sure the room that we're shooting in is is set up correctly. They ain't they and ain't things just laying around that shouldn't be there. Um, you're looking at the lighting. You might want to open the blinds. You might want some natural light. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of other technical stuff, of course, we're paying attention to that doesn't fall on the model, and it should. That that's mm-hmm. not their job. So their job is to actually get on the bed or the couch and perform. So I just try to make it easy as possible for anybody that I work with that they don't have to pay attention to these things. Mm-hmm. And it just translates in the work. And it also translates in the relationship that you will build with that, that model. Because if you um, if you move like that initially working with somebody and they notice these things, they they'll appreciate it in the long run. Mm-hmm. You get repeat business. Um, I always speak to um, having recurring business, working with people having good relationships. Yeah, because it, it, also the biggest part of this is building relationships and and being professional. Um, because you have some. Let's keep it one hundred. Because you know we keep one hundred in the pod on the pod. You have some cameramen who are not professional, flirty, Philly, what have you, um, un, <clears throat> unfocused. Because see, sometimes it, just like a male talent has to know the thin line between being flirty versus, um, let's say, you know, say flirty to being thirsty. And it's not good for a male time to be thirsty. It's three times worse than the cameraman is. Yeah, well, um, coming into this, you know, for there, there was always that stigma of photographers doing photography just to um, get next to girls and stuff like that. So that's something you always have to be aware of. The flip mm-hmm. side of that is we are in a sex industry. We are around people that are having sex all day. So 
it's not always what you think it is. It's not always. Sometimes it's the flip side where you you actually have models that are attracted to the photographer or the the videographer. It, it oh, does that, that, that ain't a problem, man. She come to you. That's a different story. She can't say shit. <laughs> and, and, and and you have to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. To remain professional. Um, you know, there, there's people like I've had guys DM me and they approach me of how to get started or mm-hmm. how to um you know, how to get rolling in the business, basically. And they say, the first thing they say is, I'm a cameraman. But then I look at their media and all I see is um, dick pics and, 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 and videos of you stroking your dick. It doesn't make sense. Immediately, see? immediately a female will understand where you're coming from if you're a cameraman, but you, you, you don't have any work. Yeah, just itself. You presenting yourself, so you you got to think about these things. You got to think about your approach to models and and how you present yourself, because you want people to take you seriously. Because to me, if you want to be true about it, the true sense of the cameraman is that it's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. You could be a you. The only way you can to me, you can be a cameraman, and you was a male talent. At some point, you was behind the camera and wasn't in front of the camera during that scene. You get where I'm coming from? You know, period. It's like like my man, Mr. Mysterious. He's been in front of the camera, but he also have worked a camera. You know, um, because to me, it's like, just like you said, how can I call you a cameraman? And dude, don't think you film is you jerking off. You filming yourself. <laughs> that doesn't count. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because to me, like I said, it's a certain skill for a person to shoot a porn scene and the shit look good, look hot, look crisp, you know, period. Because we're documenting the story. And we supposed to be able to document it to the point that they feel like they're in the room to the point they can taste it. They can smell the pussy. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a picture that's being painted and we're painting it. You know, so it was like to me, even when I used to be behind the camera, you know, I wanted to make sure that the way that we would that scene was being done, it was being captured right in the way it needed to be captured. You know, period. Even to with transitions. <laughs> Worst thing in the world is when you go into edit and you miss something. Or worse, I didn't had no, I didn't had this happen. <laughs> the camera loses, no, the camera runs out of juice right at the pop. <laughs> Oh, oh I, I've I've had scenarios where I've missed a pop shot before. If 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 you've done enough work, if you've yeah. done enough work, that's gonna happen at some point in time. Um, it, it, it could happen naturally, or it could be a technical problem. I've had mm. scenarios where the the male model did not announce he was about to pop, mm. so he missed the pop shot. 
I've mm-hmm. had scenarios where the camera ran out of juice, like you say. That wasn't the particular situation, but um, mm-hmm. something technical was the fault. Yeah. So you, um, as you go along in this game, and and you you really get next to professionals, you you will see professionals that show up yeah. with a, a a bottle of fake cunt. Because mm-hmm. they know they know a situation like this may happen, and we may need a fake pop shot. Mm-hmm. Sorry yeah. for the bubble of the the fans, but yes, sometimes the pop shot is fake. Yeah, because you didn't miss the other one. <laughs> it happens. You sometimes, ain't never like some, sometimes a male model. Sometimes man. a male model can't give you the pop shot. Oh shit, man! Oh, oh, them the worst. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It's like, like I said, I done dropped the camera, bro. I was like, oh fuck. It's like, trust me, we get kicked sometimes. We <laughs> somebody might headbutt the camera. Yeah, it's life of a cameraman. Yeah. Is yeah, right? yeah, life of a cameraman can be rough now. <laughs> We we sacrifice ourselves for that shot. Yo, God, especially to get the good up close shit. I've got yep. I've, I've gotten hit with a heel or two before. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, is see I keep trying to tell everybody it's kind of like a sport day. We we get it. Hey, you get injuries. Oh, you got the bend, squat. Well, it's a workout too now. The porn stars don't get a workout. It, unless it's it, the porn stars don't get they ain't the only ones to get a workout. The cameraman got to work, he be working out too. You shoot that listen, shit. Listen, Bobby, if you if you're working with a camera and there's a rig attached to the camera, yeah. Let's say let let's say this company works with a a rig, a camera with a rig, and they got a monitor, you got the mic attached, you got you got an extra yeah. battery attached. You're basically holding some sometimes close to 80 pounds, to mm-hmm. be real honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember when I used to work my man, my, my partner's camera for shoots. That bitch was heavy. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> it was heavy. That's why I was moving around sometimes. That bitch was heavy. Especially if you want to get that real good shot. The up close shot or what have you. Uh, but yes. hold it up. Yeah. It, 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 it feels it feels it feels like after a while, it feels like you're holding up more weight than you actually are holding. Yeah. So it, it would feel like you're holding you're holding 80 pounds. Mm-hmm. And you're holding hundred pounds. It feels like that after a while, and, and models don't understand that. So you may have people on set that they're they can't get the pop shot, and then they keep yeah. using it for for a while. And you know, mm-hmm. after a while, it it does get tedious as a cameraman. Yes, it does, because you got to hold that shot. I mean, even to the point, like for it, I'm just going to paint the picture for y'all. They on the bed, they further up. You got to hold it. I'm holding. I'm holding the camera to where I can get that angle where it's like you right there laying on the bed, seeing the dick going in the pussy. But not putting it on the bed to where it's gonna make the camera shake. 
Yes, sir. Yes. Fuck with me, people. I know what the fuck I was where I where I do when it comes to this shit. On both ends of it. And you're also not trying to make the talent uncomfortable with what they're doing. Bingo. You're supposed to be like a fly on the wall. You not they can't like the penguins. You we're not here. <laughs> we're not here. Just like for example, it's it's kind of like even to the point, like I always wanted the girls when I got in front of them to look at the camera to a certain extent, you know, period. But it's also I like ladies that know when to look at the camera. You feel me? To where it's natural but not forced. Yes. Yeah. Or it's not obvious. You, you, you. As a model, you should be trained on your co-performer. You should be making eye contact with your co-performer at times. You mm-hmm. glance at the camera at times to to add to the fantasy. It, it, it's it's a balancing act. It's not mm-hmm. just laid in. It's just not laid in and get fucked. Mm-hmm. For the yeah. male talents, for the male talents, it's a lot about positioning. Um, I shot a male talent, uh, a new—I wouldn't even call him a male talent. He was a new performer, very mm-hmm. first thing. And um, as soon as we rapped, the first thing he said to me was, "This is really work," because I had to direct him through the shoot, put mm-hmm. him. In- angles put him in different positions so stop and go stop and go and he has to get himself back up ready to perform it's it's not just the what you see is the final product mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes into that yes yes it is and i can tell i can tell y'all people it's, it's when it's, it's, a, it's a day on the set, I tell you. Whether it's professional, whether it's straight up pro pro, or whether it's content trade, it's work. No I matter don't how wanna, I, I don't want to put myself in, in the videographer box because I also do editing. So that's another step. Where post production, we sit there, we take out a lot of things that's unnecessary, a lot of things that don't look good. There's a whole lot that goes into it. A scene might be 25 minutes, but we actually shot 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, even to the point, like I said, it makes sure that um, when you transition that if you did move the camera to where it didn't catch or... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're moving, and then you might move the camera and... It don't catch them, but you you made a mistake and you jerked it, caught the let's say <laughs> the wall or something. Be able to go through like a fine tooth comb to cut those shits out. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that is tedious as fuck, man. I used to I, editing was I hated it, <laughs> but loved it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. Honestly, if you care about the people that you work with or you care about the product that you put out, there's a mm-hmm. lot that goes into the post. There's a lot of I yeah. have a lot of footage that I say you leave on the the, the chopping block mm-hmm. that that you actually don't want to see. There's accidents mm-hmm. that occur during shoots. 
There's mm-hmm. things that happen during shoots. I don't want to. I don't want to pinpoint anything specifically, but there's things that happen that require you to take that out of the the, the initial um, footage. Yeah, it can't be in the final product. So there's a lot the fans don't see. Yeah, and that's why we do podcasts like this. So. We can tell y'all the fucking real. Tell you the unsexy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of unsexy shit, yeah. Yeah, because I'm sorry. Like I said, it, it, with me, like I said, my unique... Well, I'm not that unique, I guess, not nowadays. But yeah, it's 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 a skill to... And also, me being behind the camera helped me in front of the camera a whole lot. Um, Because... It showed me where I need to be when I was filming. I think anyone that any talent with a grain of salt should get behind the camera at least once or twice and shoot one so they can. Because it also made me appreciate the cameraman because now I see why he might have missed some of that shit. This is every ass cameras. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've had talents that actually, um, dibble dabble and going behind the camera so i've actually spoke to models that actually held a camera and try to shoot a scene or actually successfully shoot shot a scene um and we spoke after the fact and they they say you know like i, I have a newfound respect for you mm-hmm. so it's understandable <laughs> but there, there, there's a lot more that goes into you know the, this marketing promotion I try to stress a lot of things with the people that I work with um, using different platforms. Um, we live in a time now where online, it gives you the chance to be your own business and be successful doing it. So it's mm-hmm. all up to you. I come across models that's lazy. I come across models that invest in themselves, invest in their mm-hmm. brand. So I could tell the difference with a model. So, you know, you got a lane out there. All I say to them is just run with it. Get on the different platforms, market yourself, get with other content creators who actually are out there working and get it done. Yeah. So, shoot. So, we then came to the end of another great one, people. That's right. And I'm happy to have brought my man back. So you need to say, oh, yeah, send me a picture via, you know, DM so I can put that, put you on the cover, you know, in one of your fabulous masks. Yeah, you don't show I, don't, I, I don't even got a lot of those. Um, I'm really, I'm really somebody that really focused on the talent. So I don't have a lot of those, but I got one for you. I'm going to definitely right. send that to you. Um, and um, thanks again, man. No doubt, no doubt. So with that being said, where can they find you, see you, see your work, all that? All right, it's um, Shooter69 on Twitter, and that's S-H-O-O-T-H-E-R-6-9 on Twitter. And basically, um, this year, you know, like, to be honest with you, I had a lot of big plans. Some things got stalled. Um, I'm out here. I'm talking to a lot of companies. I'm working with a lot of different companies. So 
there's a lot of things in the works. Um, I've picked up a lot of things just basically going to dinner with company owners, sitting down with company owners. So I picked up a lot of knowledge along the way. Um, when mm-hmm. I get next to successful people, I, I usually, I just let them talk and I, I try to be a sponge. So I picked up a lot of games since the last time we spoke. And there's a lot of big things on the horizon. I haven't done anything yet. If you're looking at my platform, you think that I'm successful. Listen, that's not the goal. There's a lot of things in the pipelines. There's a lot of things in the works. I'm trying to bring something different to New York this year. I don't want to talk about it as yet. But when we do get that popping, you definitely going to want me back on the platform, big bro. So, definitely. Yeah, so, so, you know, shout out to everybody that I work with. Let's keep it going. Um, All my conversations, all my conversations right now feel like money conversations when I get on the phone with with models. Um, Every model that I'm working with um, is getting bookends. They doing their thing. They running around the country. They they being successful, and it just makes me feel good. Um, it's a successful start to the year, and we just trying to keep it going. Well, where I look at it is, man, it like this. <clears throat> See, I, I, once again, I'm about to tell my age. Uh, what wise man told me it's all about psychology, people. She just like you said. You said when people look at your Twitter page. You, I don't know how old you is, but you remember the uh, Mims, the song, This Is Why I'm Hot? Yes, sir. Jersey from Jersey. See, say no more. That motherfucker went platinum, I think, right? Number one in the country, right? Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because he told y'all, this is why I'm hot. <laughs> we he believe. basically told him. <laughs> basically told him. Shout out to Mims because I know. Shout out to Mims because I was talking to somebody the other day and they said he's being real successful on another. Mm. Ooh, I got to look him up. I always wonder what what happened to him, whatever. And and when I heard about uh, was Charmian there, I was I was I was dumb smacked. I said, "Damn, we getting it like that?" <laughs> but see, that's the point. Business minded people. Business mind, because the whole key is you take something as a stepping stone, and you take that stepping stone and you step onto different greatness. You feel me? But shoot, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. I know you a busy man. People, you know how we do these things and how we end these things all the time. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. We out. Yes, sir.